You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. That was great. That was greatness right there in the you cup. You still have greatness. the M mug. Yeah. 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 yeah, I do. What is it, a Yeti or something? It's a, it's a it's faux a Yeti. Yeti. It's probably made by no, somebody no. else. No. Uh, actually, it's yeah, it is. You're right. It is uh, made by uh, Tervis, T-E-R-V-I-S. Right, Tervis? It's, it's a faux Tervis. Yeti faux. from a faux yeah. faux. Fee-fi-faux-faux. <laughs> wouldn't a faux-faux fo, fo, fo be a true friend? No, just if they, they're they fake think that they're They think that they're an actual faux and they're not even acknowledged. Oh. Even though they beat the <laughs> snot out of us the last three, four games in a row. Yeah. In a yeah. row. Well, yeah. Well. Yeah. Ooh. So, Ooh. But anyway. Wow. wow. You're you a big man. Big man to acknowledge that. Well, facts are facts. That's the only way you're a big man. <laughs> you know, now they're three man. for 20 in the last <laughs> 23 years, so. <laughs> <laughs> When's the big game this year? When's that coming up? It's usually uh, a week or two before Thanksgiving. Mm. You know, a lot so of times it's the be Saturday the before Thanksgiving. Sometimes it's Saturday after. It all depends on when it falls. Oh. But I normally mark my right. calendar because there's no use to do anything, <laughs> any church event, no. whenever no. it's the mission. No, game. no, <laughs> no. I mean, because you're not around because you're wearing that little costume with the big nut head. <laughs> <laughs> Not that's, many people know that. That's how that I Rural normally Wolf look. Is the Buckeye? He's the Buckeye. <laughs> that's how I normally look with my amazing intelligence. What it is, and my skinny body. Skinny body, big yeah. head. <laughs> Go take a sip of water and come back. <laughs> I'm drinking from my Tervis Michigan cup. There it is. There it is. The liquid Got gold the right there. You got it. It's the one thousand flush mm. diet. That's what we call it. One thousand. Man, mm. that tastes phenomenal. <laughs> tastes like water. Yes, it does. Now, do you go? Do you go with the uh, spring water, the distilled water, the osmosis water? What? Which do you prefer? Yes. Okay, going with all those. <laughs> any tap water? Are you using any tap water? We use a filter at home. We've used that for. Yeah. Years and years, we have a filter yeah. where we filter out all the impurities. Well, so you pour in a gallon, and you get about a mm-hmm. pint of water. <laughs> the rest is sediment. Wow. Yikes. <laughs> Welcome to Flint, exactly. Michigan, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so my wife for years has you know, tried to persuade me that tap water is terrible. It's killing us. It's full of chlorine. It's full of fluoride. It's full of all kinds of nasty things coming out of the lake, Lake Erie. I just open the tap up, put the cap, the cup, the cup under, and drink freely of the well. Awesome. And look at me. Look yes. at me. I mean, I'm the picture of health. Well, you're preaching I great just messages. 60. 
Oh, tremendous messages. The <laughs> preaching, preaching is phenomenal. That's what that's what that's where I get my power from. <laughs> Powerful preaching. So she she bought this filter thing and she's had to have that installed and so she drinks from her little filter. I do use it. I will admit I do use it. Um, I have not noticed a great change in the taste as of yet. I'm, I've got to do a comparison. I've got to drink from the tap and then go over that. No, one. what you need to I do is you it. just need to look at your faucets and stuff and see how much crud yeah. is inside your faucets in the bathroom mm-hmm. faucet or the shower head, whatever it is. And then you go, oh, that's all that crud I've been putting inside of me drinking right from the tap. So, Brother Wolven, I don't drink from the bathroom. Or the shower, oh. okay? It oh, comes from the kitchen. Oh, it's sterilized, I see. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> sterilized in the or, kitchen. Or would it <laughs> be right. a filter is installed in the kitchen, so. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> Whenever I came here to Columbus, now, most mostly I just use this, you know, the boiling pot, you just plug mm-hmm. it in and, you know. I've used the same one for 21 years, and it is clean wow. as a whistle because I never mm. use tap water. I, I wouldn't say never. Really? One out of a 300 times, you know, but so I've huh. always used, you know, bottled water, not the small bottles, but the big jugs right, that we right. get, you know, so, yeah. uh, and it is yeah. still clean as a whistle, no calcium, lime, sediment, nothing like that. Well, that's funny. That's funny because every time I come over there, I use that kettle and, and I go right to the tap and I use it every time, probably 300 times. <laughs> Still clean as a whistle. Not the one in my <laughs> office. Oh, yes. oh, yeah, I don't use that thing because you get the water out of the bathroom. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Oh, let's get serious. Let's get let's get on topic here. I'm praying for you, Brother Wolf. <laughs> praying for you as you go through this trial and tribulation of drinking water from a bottle or some kind of purification system what what should we be praying about what should, what should we as christians be praying about well seeing as you said that we we're going to talk about why we pray i have some verses yeah, on why we should pray okay why is good okay. yeah well the things we didn't really queue up on yes. what we we're going right, to so, discuss. So why is good? Let's do why. Why should we pray? Right, the Bible says that we should pray. That's the most important reason. God yeah, says well. we should pray. Jesus taught people to pray, and he taught them how mm-hmm. to pray. I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Lord, teach us to pray. Not just right. Lord, teach us how to pray, but teach us to pray. Um, men ought always to pray and not to faint. So evidently, right. we get strength from prayer. And, and so uh, Jesus said, watch and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. So that's one of the advantages of praying is that we would not enter into temptation. We'll be watchful. The more prayerful we are, the more watchful we ought to be in our life. So that's just a couple of things just to throw that out there. Right. Pray without ceasing. And, you know, I've had people question, does that mean you're supposed to pray all day, every day? You know, how do you pray when you're working? How do you pray when, you know, you're studying those different things? Now, of course, we understand that pray without ceasing means that there's there's never time that we can't pray. Whenever we need to pray, we can pray. And when we have time to pray, we should pray. And I would say that most Christians spend a minimal 
amount of time in prayer a day? How much time do you think most people pray a day? Ten, the ten average minutes. Christian. Yeah, if that, if that. Um, I know some great prayer warriors. I know some that pray, you know, hours Amen. a day. And I know some people that pray through, through the day. It's not all, they don't sit down and just pray over a list. They pray through the day. And uh, I think of uh, a dear friend, Brother Jim Shetler, called me the other day, and, and we talked, and, and almost every time when he's done talking, he's like, hey, can I pray for you? And, uh, and, and offers that prayer time. And we pray together. It's awesome. And I, I believe he does that with almost, if not every person that he communes with through the day, which is a great opportunity to pray. And it, it's an awesome way to do that. And there are times at work when you can say to people, hey, can I pray with you? I know you're having a tough day. Can I pray with you? Mm -hmm. Or you let people know if there's something, I go to a restaurant, I say to a waitress, hey, is there anything I could pray about for you? Yes. We're going to pray for our meal right now. What, what can I pray about? And that's, a, that's an awesome that's an awesome way to open the conversation about Christ, by the way. And I have yet to have uh, a waitress or waiter say to me, yeah, I have nothing. They always have something. And that's a great way to say, well, listen, since I've prayed for you, here's something else I'd like to pray about. Do you know Christ? You can, you can enter into that conversation late, later. And uh, I've had some waitresses stand at my table weeping because they've had such a terrible day or something tragic happened in their lives, and we've prayed together. And I had one lady say, I believe God sent you here today. I, I needed Amen. this, and I believe God sent you here. So, yeah, things like that. So why are we praying? The Bible says so, and because people need it. We need it. And there's not a day in my life when I don't need so many things of the Lord. What do you usually start with when you pray? What do you mean? Like when you when you go through your prayer time, what do you, what do you pray for at the top of your list? Well, usually the first thing I pray about is all of my needs, and right. I pray about the my weak areas that I'm afraid of falling into during the course of the mm -hmm. day, and I fear for those spiritual things, those those many weak spiritual areas in my life that that uh, I need them strengthened. And then the next thing I pray for is my family and uh, spend time over specific things and sometimes maybe things that I'm worried about about them or maybe things that uh, maybe I see as something that maybe they don't see and they're not aware of. So uh, then from there, it's my friends. I pray for my friends. I pray for you every mm -hmm. single day. I pray for your family every mm -hmm. day. Um, yeah, I may yeah. not remember the names of every single one of your uh, children or right. grandchildren, but yeah. generally I do. Uh, but regardless, uh, so, you know, that's about, about eight or nine people that I pray for their families, them and their families every day. And then I pray for our church members. But I have a different list that I basically have divided up our church family into like five different lists. And I pray over a different list one each day. And then, then the rest of the time throughout the day is just things that I think of, things that the Lord does. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, this sure is a beautiful sunrise today. God, you're so great whatever, mm -hmm. you know, that it may be. 
problems, burdens, wisdom, uh, you know, so, but, but I, I try to spend some time really, really trying to get myself spiritually ready for the day. And, and yes. I'm, I'm by choice a morning person. I can be either a morning person or late late night person. I've always been, and I've chosen to to be more of a morning person because I I feel like I need that in the morning to face the day properly, uh, rather than make up time after the day. You know, but w- whatever works for people is fine. Yeah, I years ago heard a preacher. I don't remember the whole message, but the idea was that, you know, we can walk and talk with the Lord all day, pray without ceasing. Any time in the day we can pray. And so I changed my prayer life at that time. And I, as you do, get up in the morning. I'm not as early person as you are. Um, but I get up and I get a cup of coffee and I go out on the front porch and or you know wherever i'm at i take that time i get away and i just i pray first of all for um my spiritual condition to make sure that i'm right with the lord confess my sin and Mm -hmm. as you said ask for the needs of your life for that day um i pray for my family and then i pray for my my friends as you do pray for you guys and uh, other dear friends um you know the church now a little bit different for me since i'm not pastoring i don't have probably many pastors and many churches Right, exactly. Um, and people that I meet along the way and people that have special needs along the way. In fact, I'm thinking of a man right now out in um, uh, Alberta that is going through cancer treatments. And we just prayed for him the other day. Um, just a guy we met, just had a hard time. His family's having a hard mm. time. And we were able to counsel with them a little bit and uh, praying for them. So things like that. Uh, and as you said, as I go through the day, I talk to the Lord a lot through the mm-hmm. day. You know, I'm working, and I just talk to the Lord like he's right there with me and have have more of a relationship of, you know, he's my best, dearest, closest, most intimate friend. And I, I speak to him that way through the day. Lord, this is this is an awesome day. Thank you for this great day. And and Lord, I'd, I'd really like today to see this or, you know, whatever. So kind of that communication, and that's really worked well for me. So I think we can both comfortably say that there's no set pattern to pray. And, and why we pray is because we have needs, we have desires, we have shortcomings. We are praying to cover those things in our lives. Well, I would say the pattern to pray is what Jesus gave. Yes, you know, what he taught, yes. Um, and so as long as our prayer, uh, our prayer life is in agreement with those things, um, right. you know, I'm just saying you don't have to pray early in the morning or late at night. There's no set time or definite right. order. The, that you uh, have I to mean, the psalmist said evening and at morning and at noon will I pray, mm-hmm. you know, so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, seemed to be a set pattern, uh, you know, that he had in his life. Uh, we know that Daniel had a pattern. And I, so I think it's good to have a pattern. It's good to have a habit. Uh, Jesus said, Go into your closet and pray. So it needs to be a private place. I believe that we need to be praying audibly. Yes, there's many examples in the in the scriptures where no one prayed audibly, but there's more examples of audible prayer. And so I think that that we need to be in a place that's private enough where we can 
cry out to God out loud if we need to, uh, where we can weep, where we can uh, we can be earnest, where we won't be distracted. Uh, you know, some people may need to keep their phone and watch and everything else in another room whenever they pray, so they're not yes. they're not interrupted. Yeah. Uh, you know, because of the phone going off or getting a message and stop to pray to Almighty God. Because somebody texted, hey, what about the game last night? Yeah, I mean, so right. so uh, to consider those things, uh, I think it's really, really important that that uh, rather than just only praying throughout the day, I think there needs to be a, a – the first thing to work on is a set time that you're going to be you, – you need, you look forward to it. When I don't get that, I miss that in the day. I, I feel like there's a mm-hmm. big hole in my day whenever whenever I don't get that opportunity. Mm-hmm. I I would say this, I and I maybe other people can do it. Bedtime is not the best time for me to pray. Not not when I'm laying down to go to bed. If I'm if I'm gonna pray before bedtime, I've gotta be up, I've gotta be, you know, on my knees or something. If I lay down to pray, I'm probably not gonna make it through my prayer. Oh time. yes. So I would give I would give maybe that advice to a younger listener who's trying to find that time. And if you're not a morning person, mid morning, so, sometime somewhere where you can get alone with the Lord un, uninterrupted is the yes. time. And the the why of that prayer again is you know the center of what we're looking at here. What, is there a time when we shouldn't pray? No, uh, you can work and pray. You can watch and pray. You know we can we can. Right. Preach and pray. I mean, I've yeah. prayed many times while I'm preaching. You know, take yeah. a breath and think, "Lord, help me." You know, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I need to get need to get this right. These people need this. You know, I, man, many times we're, we're I'll be praying and singing on the platform. What happens when we don't pray is a question. I think we have oh, to ask. Man. There are people that maybe wonder. You know. Well, if I go days, weeks, months without prayer, what happens? Well, again, I, I would say you, you lose that communication. You lose that bond. You lose that interaction with a Heavenly Father. And and I find that if, and, and I've done it, I've gone through periods of time where I've not prayed. Um, I've either gotten distracted, you know, whatever. Uh, in my life, I've had those times. And when you go through those times of not communicating with the Lord, things don't go right. Things do not go right. And your mind drifts to the things of the world. Uh, your actions usually drift to the things of the world. You you lose that focus of who you are and what you are. And I would urge all those who listen today to keep on track with your prayer life. It may not be as long some days, but every day we should have some time when we speak to the Lord and give him the desires of our heart and give him um, that that fellowship time more so for us than him but we need that time together i would ask people to consider i couldn't necessarily make this as an accusation because i don't i don't know if there's any biblical basis for this but but i'd ask people to consider are you spending more time in prayer now than you did eight years ago are, are you spending more prayer more time in prayer. Maybe there's folks here that are 40. Are you are you spending more time in prayer now than you did when you're in your teens? I sure hope so. 
And I think that our our fellowship with Jesus Christ and our blessed relationship with our Heavenly Father should be growing to where we yearn for that, we need that, we want that. Um, I think that that was a that was a big point in my life spiritually. Whenever instead of doing it by habit and doing it because I should, always mm-hmm. there were times that I started to yearn for it, to crave mm-hmm. for it, to to I need this, and I I never really understood how God works in our heart through prayer many times to get us to the point where we would be able to pray like Jesus prayed, you know, not my will, but thine yeah. be done. But it was right. a lot of agony that that he got to that point. And um, I, I wish I was always that way every day, but I can say that there's been many times to my surprise that I have ached and looked forward to time with God. And uh, I think that's the way it ought to be as we as we grow in the Lord. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's think of this. If Jesus prayed to the Father as our example, wow. If Jesus needed to pray, how much more do we need to pray and spend that time? Wow, great day, great podcast. Got a couple of questions I for Friday. Okay, good, 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 good. That's awesome. I do too. So we'll leave it there and pick it up on Friday. Uh, for uh, those of those listening today, I am in Florida preaching somewhat good. <laughs> trying my best. Um, no, this is Wednesday. Trying to, trying to get something. This is together. Wednesday, so yeah. it's great. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's petered off. Um, <laughs> I was in the sun too long. It's too Must hot. Must not have prayed. I, I didn't pray. <laughs> I didn't pray enough. You're golfing instead of praying. <laughs> I'm not golfing. You know that. <laughs> Miniature golfing, maybe. I'm not on the hey, links. Hey, let's I don't watch. Golf. Watch the insults. All right. So. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm Al Stone. This is Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio. Please make sure you give us a rating, a review, and as always, subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. And for Friday, I have some awesome, awesome news to announce from our Canadian Gospel Project on Friday. Make sure you listen Friday. Don't miss it. This is Tim Talks. Have a great day, eh? We'll be back on Friday. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.